and some they rake it and they what a great idea you know it is a good brand but we've gone down already sex toy route and it's like no no, no off branding off 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 branding next thing you know me and you'll be doing mother and daughter bloody in our underwear could you imagine me and you hey, standing in matching lace suspenders suspenders holding dildos <laughs> no they don't do that that would honestly just be like that would be hell that would be i i if I had a nightmare, that would be my nightmare. Like, oh, and mine. I've got a Pinot Grigio belly now. You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half, a podcast Emily's making with her mum, Rachel Blackwell. Rachel and Emily talk about anything and everything, and you get to meet the real Emily Blackwell because, you know, you can only be yourself when your mum's around. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mother Half Podcast. We are on episode four now. We've, I feel like time is just flying. I, it's brilliant. And I still keep waking up at stupid o'clock with my tummy in butterflies thinking, oh, what are we going to get up I to? I do find myself writing notes on my phone, like of little things that we can talk about just because I cannot remember anything. And I always have like these things that happen to me and I forget. How have you found fame this week, Rach? How uh, are the followers going? You were absolutely spot on, right, correct. And... They're trickling in, but I am so grateful to each and every one of your beautiful faces that have taken the time to follow me. And I'm sorry my Instagram is not the best out there, but I'm working on it, I promise you. I did notice you posted something pretty bizarre, actually, the other day, of you walking the cat. Oh, podcast sensation, keeping it real. Yeah, but mum, seriously, this is why people aren't going to follow you. It's so... No, they're following me for that. This is I'm keeping it real. I'm on the downs with the dogs and the cat. So here I am, podcast sensation. I'm out of Blackwell. Just doing my normal chores, walking the dog with the cat, looking at the broad beans in the field. Oh, here she comes. Mouth almighty. I do sound really common. I must put on my posher voice to do the pod. Yeah, that was weird. It was like a... Yeah, hello. Hello, my name's Rachel yeah. Blackwell. I'm here looking at the broad beans, <laughs> walking my dog, Malfi Almighty over there. <laughs> I do. I've got to up my game. Oh, my God. Chris. When you was at private school... Quick. When you was at private school... Felt cute, might delete later. I really, really spoke much posher than this. I do that, though. When you did the damn disgusting thing and sending me to a college oh, where I had to pay for my own books um <laughs> I'm joking by the way I did go to college it really wasn't that bad I actually got better grades in college at a state college than I did my private school anyway I started speaking a bit you know a bit more down with the kids I guess normal <laughs> I guess I started I speaking because your dad and I aren't posh I've tried to up my game and then I met the beautiful Mark who I love very much but he is a Mickey Flanagan just shush no one needs to know that um, like, all right, treat no, um, no, Grim, don't want to know. Well, yeah, but he's just sort of taking me back to my, my early days. It is, you do that though. It, you know, you surround yourself with people who have like, you know, it's like me when I met that girl in the swimming pool and she was from Manchester. I started speaking in a Manchester accent. You did indeed. So my darling, what is new with your week? With Have we got any freebies for me yet? So my week has been good. I feel like I don't even know where, where, I can't even believe we're in August at the moment. But yeah, week's been good. I actually went to Cow's Week in Isle of Wight, which was quite interesting. It was nice, but like, I don't know. I, it wasn't what I thought it would be. I went for a uh, banquet at the local curry house, all you can eat on a Sunday afternoon. 
So you're in cows in the Isle of Wight and I'm at the local curry house with a banquet. Gnawing on a poppadom. <laughs> and there's you sipping champers. No, you know what? Um, I didn't actually drink this week, surprisingly. Oh. Well, we, we did Hashtag have... health girl era. So moving on, you have got some already hashtag gifted stuff come through for you. Where? Where is it? Let me add it. Do I try it on? Do I wear it? Do I slap it on my face? I'm quite surprised how, you know, there, there are some lovely brands that want to gift you. God. You know, a brand sent me um, <laughs> some really lovely skincare. It's Elemis is the brand. And they sent it to me and they wrote me a little note in it saying, congratulations on your podcast. We thought that this would be lovely for you and your mum. So you can like have lovely skincare. How nice is that? That is lovely. And then GHD as well. GHD, GHD, GHD. Yeah. The gods of hairdressing. Good hair day. Great hair day. You know, that's what it stands for. I do know that. Of course I do. They were my first set of straighteners back in the day. Used to have like these great big cumbersome, really bad. And GHD, GHD, they smashed it out the park when their straighteners came out. They are the best The technology that went into their, without going on too much, yeah. that went into the heated <sighs> plates. Stop it. For a hairdresser, it was a game changer. You could curl, you could straighten, you could do... All right, Mum, I think you've sold it to us. We'll buy loads of them now. Everyone listening's off the off, off to buy a pair of GHDs. Oh, I, you I, sold them the, the, the dream. Oh, um, as a professional. Yeah, they have gifted you, which is another great where, brand. Where, where, where are these gifts? Um, they're just behind there. I'll get them for you later. You have to oh. behave yourself on the pod first. <laughs> if and you're then, a good and then, girl. And then you get a gift at the end. <laughs> if, you're, if you're a good girl, I shall give you but gifts. But there's one, don't sell these at your... Or give them away. These are yours. You don't need to sell them at a local car boot sale. No, and no, make, no. make profit. These no, are I'd gifts be, that you're going to use. Keeping them. Yeah. No, they, they will be in my salon with pride. Yeah. I should say GHD think I'm that good that they've sent me a pair. But so do Anne Summers. Because obviously we spoke about the chocolate cock situation and the fact that you were area... 17. 17's, 17's top An girl. all right girl. And... Yeah, they've obviously clocked onto that, and that, you know, I think they want you back. They want you back in in the team, but I'm I'm a bit upset. I've outgrown. I love Anne Summers. Vanessa Gold, who runs Anne Summers, best friend is a mutual friend of mine, and I've actually met Vanessa very quickly in a pub. But I won't go. I won't digress. So Carol's watching Vanessa's reels on Instagram, and up pop you and I because she's reposted us talking about Anne Summers, Top Girl Area 17, and Carol rang her and went, that's my mate, that's my mate Rachel and her daughter Emily. So Is it's, that her voice? No, well, a little <laughs> bit. But, you know, I'm a bit, I'm not going to lie, I'm a bit, I'm a bit gutted. <laughs> I, do you know why I'm gutted? Because, you know, I'm not a snob. What, you know, Anne Summers, they rake it and they, what a great idea. You know, it is a good brand. But we've gone down already sex toy route and it's like, no, 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 off branding, off, off, off branding. Next thing you know, me and you'll be doing mother and daughter bloody in our underwear. Would you do that? For 500 grand, yes, I would. I need that. I'm currently on a rental. Well, take me six months of personal training. There is, I'm, I am joking. I would probably die inside whilst doing it. But, you know, that's a lot of money. The things you can do for cash. Could you just imagine me us in the catalogue? No. <laughs> <laughs> Like the photo shoot we did for hits and for um Could you imagine me and you standing magazine. in matching lace suspenders suspenders holding dildos? No, they don't do that. That would honestly just be like that would be hell. That would be I I 
if I had a nightmare, that would be my nightmare. Like, oh, I have mine. I've got a Pinot Grigio belly now. <laughs> I'd have to, I'd have to get out to Turkey and get it all sucked out. Yeah, we could get you a freebie nip and tuck, Rach. Freebie nip and tuck to do an underwear shoot with Mom, my daughter. Mum, you look amazing oh, for your age. Oh, stop it. Go you on. do. You're very what? like, you, you've, you've had two kids and you're how old? Six, 50. 62. No, no, no. You're 50. <laughs> I have, I have noticed on every pod, I, t- I say my age. I go, I'm not bad for 52, 52, 52, 52. But you're not. You Thank know, you. I wouldn't mind looking like you at 52, not to blow your own trumpet. And no, we will not be doing a um, <laughs> an underwear, a collab with Ants. Well, yeah, it's just, no. I doubt I Vanessa think you've outgrown. give half a meal for this. She might for you. But I think Vanessa will be going, are they having a laugh? Sorry, I binge watched Ricky Gervais's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> extras the last one I binged the whole lot I forgot how good it was I'd already watched and binged Derek and Afterlife so I binged um, are you having a laugh are you having a laugh okay oh, genius gold so Ricky, is that what you've done this week? if you're watching I'm Here a super fan she loves Paul Hollywood and Ricky Gervais it's all she bangs on about they are my two favourites but I don't love them in a sexy way maybe a little bit Paul Hollywood but <laughs> I love my husband, and even if he wanted to see my buns, I would not. You know, yeah, obviously. Even if he wanted to give me a handshake, I'd go, no, Paul, no. Are you joking me? That would be rude. You'd need to at least shake his hand. Yeah, but you say, could go like say this. I can't your stop. Hand. You could go like this. Hello. And give it a little kiss. I wouldn't kiss Paul Hollywood's hand. I'd kiss his face. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Ah, my husband's going to divorce me. He said, are you going on about that bloody Paul Hollywood again? Oh, Treacle. God. Ooh, <laughs> Mum. <laughs> No, we love Mark. Don't worry, Mark. She's not going anywhere. Paul Hollywood's not going to fancy her anyway. Thanks. <laughs> Crushing dreams. You know what? Random fact, sorry. I don't know who, but I just, I'm, I tell you who I'm obsessed with. I'm obsessed with Stormzy. He goes to my gym, right? A little fun fact for you. He doesn't even know that I see him. So he hasn't, I was a bit creepy out if he ever sees me saying this. But Stormzy, if you're watching the pod. I see him in the gym, like pretty much most days. And, I mean, he's hard to miss. He's an absolute giant. But I cannot tell you he is the nicest man I have ever witnessed. I can't say met because I haven't yet met him. But he he walks in, right? And it's a family gym. So there's loads of kids walking around. Every time I've seen him, he's like, like little kids run up to him. And he's like giving them little handshakes and being like, oh, you're right. Everyone's like these little kids screaming, Stormzy. And... He's so nice to all the staff. He waves to them. And bear in mind, he is like a big star. We're talking like A-lister here. You know, I'm way down the bottom here. He is like so far above me. And he's so much nicer than I am to everyone. <laughs> Should you admit that? Yeah, but he... he. I No, no, no one talks to me. People talk to him, you know. No one really comes... No one talks to me in the gym. But... If they were, I would obviously be nice, but he is very, he's even like, he knows all the kitchen staff and he just makes a real effort. And I think that is, I love him even more now. I really do. What a lovely guy. What a man. I'll listen to his music till the day I die. Oh, well, I like that. That's a testament. That's the first time. Because he is so nice. It's the first time I've heard you gush. I did want to say about my funny dream about Paul Hollywood. I actually had a dream about Paul Hollywood. And I dreamt I was in the tent in the Bake Off and... This, you had to, first of all, you know how dreams mess around? Mm. You had to cook your signature dish. Guess what mine was? What? Quiche. Yeah, so I'm cooking this quiche, trying to, and then the next thing, the oven wasn't on, and somebody had put a bottle of Ribena 
in the oven. And I'm going, who's, who's Ray? Why? It's not a fridge. It's not a fridge. And I can remember thinking, Paul and Prue are going to be here any minute now. <laughs> I woke up like, oh, oh, Mark, I've just had a dream. It was terrible. <laughs> I used to be able to control my dreams. And people, honestly, when I used to say that, people used to laugh at me. But I swear on my life, I had this thing. Please comment in on Mother Half Podcast. DM us if any of you got this. and Because I apparently it's like a skill that some people have and some people don't. Basically, when I never had a nightmare because when my dreams were going bad, this is, I swear on my life, I'm not I believe you because I can do it. I can stop them, like wake myself up a little bit and make and create something in my head to then continue the dream in a nice way. How weird. Yeah, it can is. Can anyone else do that? We, and I think I remember being in the womb. Warm and red is how I remember it. Oh, no shit, Sherlock. And I don't <laughs> swear, as you know. Warm red with a... Yeah, with fluid around me. I felt like <laughs> I was swimming and there was this cord in there. Oh, and I sort of thought, oh, let me have a little skip with this. A bit tight, actually, at times. I was <laughs> yeah. thinking, Christ, any room, let me the, out. Knock, knock. As the dream went on, I got bigger and bigger. It wasn't a dream, it was real life. It's my own Not brain. True. I remember. That's... The womb. What a lovely place. Wonderful place, the womb. You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half, a podcast Emily's making with her mum, Rachel Blackwell. This is the bit where we delve into the Blackwell family history and find out what Emily was like growing up. Was it anything like your childhood? Tell us on Emily's socials or at Mother Half Podcast on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube. So now we're on at four, people have kind of been listening and they've actually been sending in some of their stories, which we're going to read out because I tell you why. For me personally... I love these stories when we get them in because they make me feel a lot better about my life. I feel like people resonate with us. They have similar situations as us. And I just find it comforting to know we're not the only weirdos out there. <laughs> yeah, it is nice. And um, should I read my story? Read it I, out. I thought this was funny and I thought this is so me. This is from Faye. Faye, thank you so much for taking the time to text into us. <laughs> I have a horrific memory of the school run when I was in year seven. Those crazy years when you are trying to fit in with your kicker shoes and Roxy backpack. So she's trying to fit in. Um, my mum used to drive me to the bus stop and it was always last minute. One day we missed the bus, but she managed to overtake the bus by using cut-throughs and speeding. Then as the bus was approaching, she parked her mini in the middle of the road, jumped out of her car in her dressing gown, <laughs> shouting, stop, stop! <laughs> All because she didn't want to drive me to school. Now, I've been in my dressing gown and my slippers on many a school run, and I thought that would be me. Bless you, Faye. Um, your mum's only trying to do right by you, I'm sure. She obviously had a very hectic day planned. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, you know, what, so the school bus just went off without her? I think it was just a normal bus, and she's she's pulled her mini over. Fair play to Faye. Stopped the bus, waved That's it down. That's ballsy. Her... Yeah. I mean, the I poor like kid. your mum, Faye. Yeah, that is something my mum would do to me. Um, she's in my gang. Yeah. yeah. With the school run. The school run's hard, though, isn't it? God. Mine was an hour round trip. <sighs> Boring. It is torturous. Yeah. There, there was a school bus, but I didn't really want to pay and I quite enjoyed taking you to school. I thought it was quite a nice mumsy thing to do, drop me off at the school gates, but it was normally I chucked you out, dive, dive and roll, drop and roll, and then I was off. I remember the, the, the really, really organised good mums at the school gates when they did the pick-up. They'd bring a snack bag for the kids, oh. you know, the classic snack, because we'd be starving when we'd come out. And then, yeah, I, don't, I, I remember... 
one of our, one of my friends' mums used to bring me snacks because you never did. Gabby Adolfi again. Shout out to Gabby Adolfi. She um, did. She was great with the snack bag. Well, she had good snacks. You know, you've got the mums with the, the good snacks and the good pack lunches. And then you've got the mums that, you know, jam sandwich that tastes off with like a baby <laughs> bell. A mini baby bell. Which is just, no. you know, not a vibe. No, Gabby would turn up with a carrier bag. We're all... talking Capri Suns, which are epic. We're talking Skips. She had penguins. Penguins? Penguins. Penguins. Pen- what, what, what's a penguin? What, what's you it? tell me, Rach, because I've never heard of it before. It's penguin. Penguin? You just went penguin. What's wrong with a penguin? It's a penguin. Oh, okay. Don't start on me. My... What do you go to the zoo? You don't go to the zoo and you say, oh, look, there's a penguin. <laughs> I'll make you right. Penguin. It's like when you say Norway. Say it. Norwegian. Norwegian. It's Norwegian. I say Sainsbury's. And it's Sainsbury's, no? Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's. Who cares? I go Sainsbury's. What the hell? Well, penguins, people know what I'm talking about. Nor, nor, Norwegian. Norwe- Norwegian. It's Norwegian. Norwegian. But anyway, penguins Norwegian. and uh, penguins, yeah, they, they were a banging snack. 10 out of 10 for those. Yeah. Uh, Freddy the Frogs. I tell you also another thing about, I feel like... <laughs> oh, this is another shamed. thing, and I think a lot of people probably mums and kids will get this right did your did your mums ever when you first started school year seven it tended to be decide to buy you school uniform that was made for like you in four years time triple the size of you I went to school my first day of school and people look at me like why is her school uniform eating her she what is she she's like a sausage roll in that thing like it, I had a, the same blazer fit me from year seven, the day I started, to year 11 when I left. Do you know how many years that is and how much growing that is? It was huge. And my skirt was so big, I had the biggest roll at the top of it because it was just, why did you do that? Money. What? <laughs> why do people do that? They buy school uniform so big. I don't know why it was so big, but that's what mums did. I'm sure that's what mums did. Okay, well, if any of you, honestly... Yeah, DM us. Touch. Let me know if that's what you've done to your kid. Please, please let me know because I don't. I, I have heard other people do it, and I do notice like a lot of people are wearing extra, extra, extra large stuff. But yeah, I'm intrigued. So DM it's, us. Yeah, it's called value for money. It was when you went in with your clown shoes on that everybody used to laugh, <laughs> flapping in. <laughs> he was a size thirteen. They were size four. <laughs> have you been recognised yet? Or like no. no. Could you imagine? See, now if people look at me a little bit too long, I think, I wonder if they know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) Then I think, don't be so stupid. And I realise I've got like all mud on my face from the allotment. Ultimately, would you like to stop hairdressing? You would want this to be your main job. Would you continuously do hairdressing, even if this takes off? I would. No, no, no. Even when I was a wag and had lots of money, I'd still hairdressed. Really? I love it. I love seeing my clients. I'd be bored. I remember when I had Daniel, I didn't have to go back to work, but I did because there's only so many coffee mornings, horse riding and bitching about other mums you can do. (laughs) Oh, did you see her pulling up in her brand new Porsche Cayenne? I think that's something I'm going to struggle with a bit at at the school gates. What, Porsche Cayennes? Is it Cayenne? Cayenne? No, 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 not that. Just like, you know, that you have got those mums that they just love gossiping. And you would think I would being on a reality show, but I think because I've done it so many years, I've gossiped out. And I think when it comes to having kids, I'm just going to be like, look, I, I don't want to know and I don't care. No. Then I won't have any friends. Well, did I tell you about when they tried to bully me into being the class rep? What? 
Well, the the sort of the mums just went, oh, uh, they sent me, I don't think you even had WhatsApp, then a text saying, oh, hi, Rachel, it's so-and-so, so-and-so, your, your son is in class, la, la, la. Um, and we really think you'd make a wonderful uh, class rep. And I, <laughs> They I have no, no idea. idea. So I said to them, oh, I'm very flattered, but you obviously have no idea. <laughs> I think that's the worst thing you can... No, 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 no. But I'm happy to put in my £10. I'm happy to sign cards. You're happy to represent, yeah. but not be the leader. No, I didn't want to be the leader. I'd forget everything. Oh, could you were Snow White. I mean, Christ, did they not see that photo? No, but they, they've got it so wrong. Why did they think that? Because they only just first met me. I think they were actually setting you up for a lost bitchy mum's trying to do it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, let's, let's yeah. get her to be the cast. We're real, real, real funny when she... She messes up. Yeah, when she forgets the plant on the last day of school, the but, John Lewis gift vouchers. Yeah, dressed as when our kids are dressed as Harry Potter and Bloody Snow White. But <laughs> you do know, I do give it to the mums out there because every single day, it, it must be like having a full-time job trying to do all these like days and these events that go on at schools and these cake sales and God knows what else. It's how can I, I think I'll even struggle remembering it all. It's too much, too much. Well, they email a lot now and you have group WhatsApps. So no, yeah, but even they don't like... leave a man down, I don't think, these days. <laughs> but then again, do you want all these? What I mean, I mean, Emma's phone, Auntie Emma, just beeps the whole time and it's the class WhatsApp chat. And then someone will throw in a joke and then someone will say, oh, please don't, please don't throw in a joke, not saying this is on Emma's one, but this is other mum's. Um, and they'll say, oh, you know, especially if I've got a client and it's beep, beep, beeping. They say, oh, that mum's getting all busy again. Oh, God. She wants to wind her neck in. But oh, now is... she's sending a joke. We don't even want jokes on the group. But then you've that? also got the mums, the poor mums, which also work and have to do all of this on top of this. Fair enough if you if your husband's the only one that works and you're just at home, like, sorting the kids out and doing all the school stuff because there is a hell of a lot to do. And my God, that is a full-time job in itself. However... Imagine working on top of that. There is no, uh, ha, like, honestly, they deserve medals. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah, as women, we smash it out the park. You're listening to Emily Blackwell's Mother Half. Next up, Dilemmas. Okay, right. Should we get on to some dilemmas now? Dilemma time. Sorry? I don't know. That just came out. Because I like dilemma time. Okay, so is that your exciting thing? It is. It is. Dilemma time. Okay. <laughs> I reckon we should try. Britain's got talent next. Oh my God. Okay, right, here we go. First dilemma is, I've always struggled with female friendships, especially now being in my 20s. Do you have any advice on making genuine friendships? And if so, have you both had any similar struggles? No, I, I haven't. You, of All through life, I'm sad to say, you do get the odd fr- frenemy. But going back to her dilemma... I wonder why she struggles. She hasn't put why she struggles, which makes me a little bit sad in my heart. I wonder if it's... Well, female friends. Because some people get on a lot better with men. men. I personally, sometimes, especially when I was younger, enjoyed hanging out with boys than I did so much with women. I think I've got a bit of a laddish humour anyway. Yeah, I'm definitely the same. Maybe it could be because... Nowadays, because of the pandemic and everyone working from home and unis being all from home through that period of time, I think a lot of people, they struggle to socialise. So you lack friendships in your workplace and meeting people, which means like sometimes your social skills go a little bit as well. I agree with you 100% there, darling, because, you know, Friday night after work, straight down the pub. 
where you'd bond even more, have a good drink. You know, you'd think, oh, she's a real laugh. I didn't realise how much fun she is. Mm. When you go to Pinot Grigio down her. Yeah. And then, yeah. So maybe, and also everybody's got their faces in their phones. I know, including me. I I'm, mean, a, I'm is, bad for it. I feel like I'm never present, you know. I'm constantly like, that's what I was really trying to like do this year is be more present. I like that. Be more um, present. Buy me more presents. No, present as in I in know. the moment, Rachel. I'm just... Where's my gifts? Are they here yet? I'm going to have them now. <laughs> for me, though, especially for me and the industry I'm in, it's hard to always know if people are being genuine or not. Like, are they your genuine friend or are they just kind of industry friends, you know? Because mm. there's a lot of, like, fake or people trying to, I don't know, like, there's almost like a competition sometimes with everyone. And it's like, whoa, you have to sometimes, I'm lucky I've got friends from school. And I think when you have your core group, also, I think people need to, you don't need a lot of friends. But I also think friends, some friends are just for seasons, you know? I And that is, well, I'm 52, believe it or not. Can you believe that? I'm 52. Um, some friends run along with you and I can think, Betty Martin, we had a great time together and then she moved away. You know, Louisa. Okay, you don't need to name them. No sorry. one's going to know who they are. So just, just, just like, say your friends. Okay, my, my very good friends. But then there's the Carolines, the Lorraines. Mum, mum. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true. It's like, it's like, for example, and, and you know how life just takes you down different paths and you do different things. Like I used to be best friends with Lottie Moss, didn't I? I was very close with her years ago and we kind of came to London together. We had the best times. We had so much fun. But our lives, you know, we've never fallen out. No. There's been no fallout. However, our lives have just been down totally different paths. You know, she moved to LA. I did my thing here. You know, some as well, like when you get a boyfriend, you kind of you're more in a relationship and you're kind of some people who who are some of your friends that are still single just want to hang out with single people and go out because when you're in a relationship you tend to go out less it's all those kind of things as well loads yeah. of elements to it yeah, but I'm just worried about our little tinkerbell there of why she finds it hard to make friends I, I would say maybe try and do a little bit of self-help could be confidence work, work on yourself yeah love you first before you go out and love other women I think yeah as soon as you love yourself, yeah. other people are going to love you. Yeah, and I, I hope everything works out, my darling. I hope you do get lots of lovely friends that are right in your heart and they've got your back. That's the important one. Have your friends back and let them have your back. No frenemies. Out. Yeah, anyway, I wish you luck. I wish you luck as well. I'm yeah. sure you're going to be fine. If yeah. not, you can be our friend. Yeah. We have friends on this pod. We, We're friendly. Pod. Everyone who's followed me and followed Mother Half podcast is my best mate. Christ. <laughs> Friend for life. You never get rid of her. We like. Right, should we move on to the next one? Yes, please. So this one was actually a question. They did actually say, love your podcast so much. Who knew Mother Blackwell was a star? What about <laughs> me? Uh, I know. Anyway, it was, how did you get into Maiden Chelsea? And how did your mother react to you starring a reality TV show? Mama Jarrah, she's like, yeah, you can do it. You've got to do it. Well, you said to me, oh, I'm not sure. And I said, are you joking me? <laughs> because it's a little bit like being pretty and being a model. There, there's only a certain amount of years that you've got your sell-by date, you know, for that. And I just thought, wow, that would be, talk about smash it out the park. And you'd had all those different jobs, you know, and you didn't really know what you liked, what you didn't like. And then this came along and it was hard at first because they dropped you picked you up mm. but if ever i see if ever anybody oh i do say do you do you watch made in chelsea do you oh know my daughter my emily god yeah, you should mom. never tell them you why 
I say, no, look, I'm on her Instagram and everything. Got, they all say, is it scripted? And which Every, is Everyone says that. Is it scripted? And how did you get uh, spotted? And you, you can tell the story how you got spotted because it was your journey. So I was randomly, I think what happened, well, obviously it is a reality show. So everyone is sort of friends with everyone. And when you grow up in an area, you kind of go out in the places and you've kind of probably already been to school with some of the people who were really on the show. And that was happened in my case. I was going out very in similar groups and crowds where already people like Jamie, Jess Woodley, like loads of different people were on the show. And they randomly scouted me in a pub and asked me, and then I gave them my number. Then they rang me and it kind of went from there, really. It's quite a long process though. And there was a lot of you. I can remember you, you had to go Monkey Kingdom then you had to go Channel 4, then back to Monkey Kingdom. You had like four, and out of about 12, I think only four of you were taken on, weren't you? I can't remember. Do you know was, what? Was it three? It's, it's something. Yeah, there's, there's three of us. But um, Julius Cowdery being one of them, actually, I started the same. God, you know, I can't believe, I've done it for years now. I started when I was 20. 20? 20. Yeah, seven And I'm years. now 28 this year. It's a long time, really. It's my whole life on TV. Yeah, you've grown up in front of our Not my whole eyes. life, sorry. <laughs> my whole seven years on TV. Yeah. You, I've shared tw- it with you all. You've all seen me ups and downs, my dirty laundry. <laughs> she has put that through the mangle. No, I've loved it, though. I've loved it for a minute. And no, it isn't scripted. People are... Here's a little intel for you all. People do always ask me that, and it genuinely isn't. And thank God, because I cannot read scripts. No, learning lines, that's hard. That would be difficult. Yeah, I, I don't think... See, I always want to be a Hollywood actress. How on earth would I learn the lines? I think you're a bit late for that. But what? Maybe not. I could play an older agent. I could be agent? the new M in 007 or something of an older character. Someone around the age of 52, because that's how old I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting on my own nerves now. Oh, my God. You keep dreaming, Rach. Should we wrap it up here? Let's wrap up. Because I've actually got to rush off, but... It's been lovely speaking to you. This is like my favourite time of week. I'm not going to lie. I absolutely love doing this podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could take or leave it, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, Tuesday. It. What have I got? Oh, podcasting. Okay, up to London we go. She always, she messaged me last night. Can I come round for 9am? I was like, Mum, we're filming the pod at 12. But all right. There you are. Well, there I like are. to come up and get ready and talk you talk through our stuff. Anyway, we're not wrapping up, are we? We're rambling on. I know, I know. Not wrapping it up. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Honestly, we appreciate all your listens, all your streams. So next week, guys, we have got the lovely Sophie Habu coming on the show, which will be super exciting. And yeah, please rate and review as well. We love to hear your reviews and kind of what you rate the pod as it really helps us too. So thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs>